I'm strapped up. Nothing. What was that about? Let's make the fight happen. We strapped the fuck up. Yes, yes, ladies and gentlemen, we're back again. Another week in overdraw now. It's episode 43 of the Strap Season Podcast. I'm your host, Cam. I'm your boy, Flows. And as usual, just before we get into the episode, please check us out on all the streaming platforms. There's a little link on our Instagram and Twitter bios that will take you to all of our links. So make sure you hit that link. You know, go to whichever platform you prefer. Like, subscribe, leave us a comment, leave us a review, etc., etc., etc. Um, how have you been, bro? You've been good, yeah, bro. Um, chilling, what are you saying? Yeah, man, chilling, chilling, chilling. It's been, a, it's been a good week of sport, you know, the, the Euros, the the basketball, and also a lot of boxing. So, I can't really complain. Me, I'll be honest, I really yeah. can't complain. Um, keeping it with boxing, obviously. Um, yesterday we saw a few fights. Uh, I want to start with the return of Jamel. No, not Jamel, Jamal. <laughs> uh, Jamal Charlo. That's the, the bigger Charlo brother, the scarier one, as we like to say on this pod. Yeah. Um, last week, I think we sort of said that, obviously, he's against a, a guy who wasn't really well-known, Juan Montiel, Mexican, mm-hmm. Mexican fighter, uh, who, yeah, we, we didn't know too much about, but we saw the record, we saw the resume before. Mm. Yeah, Charlo should make quick work of this. Mm. Um. I think it's safe to say that we were pleasantly surprised in a way. Yeah, um, I yeah. say we were wrong almost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I think for me, I still, even though for me, Charlo pretty much won majority of the rounds. I mean, you yeah. might even say every round really, but if it would be nice, maybe you can give Montiel one or two rounds. But yeah, both mm. of the rounds, Charlo won. But Montiel was game. Mm-hmm. He didn't come to get rolled over. And boy, did he give Charlo some problems even. Um, yeah. I'm assuming you saw the fight. What were your takeaways? Um, yeah, you're, I think you're right. Um, Montiel, he, he came to fight. Um, he dragged Charlo into a fight. He made it rough. He was he was doing some weird things in there. He was like switching the stance, um, which was interesting. He was catching, he was scratching Charlo with some shots. Um, but yeah, I, it's... it's it's hard to be critical of Charlo because we've seen him perform better against better opposition. So I'm not sure if it was an off night or what, but he still won. He still got the job done. Mm. But um, I wouldn't be surprised if people are saying, yeah, Charlo's this and that now. He's saying he's, un- he's overrated. Or, or we'll whatnot. get on to that. Because, <laughs> you, know, you know what it's like with boxing fans and but yeah, how fickle they are. He, 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 he won the fight. He won a tough fight. Probably tougher than it should have been, but um, he won. Um, I guess... We expected him to stop Montiel because we've seen Montiel. We, we saw another fighter stop Montiel previously, but um, yeah, it was it was a good fight actually. It was enjoyable. It was surprisingly enjoyable, wasn't it? Um, mm. Obviously, yeah. I think we expected the Charlo rollover, but I want to give credit to Montiel in there because mm. not only is that guy brave as hell. I think at one point I'm there thinking, is he brave or is he just foolhardy? Because he was getting caught with some big shots, and we know with Charlo. One thing Charlo always brings is wonderful punch selection, great yeah. combos as well. And we know Charlo hits hard. And Montiel was getting caught with some big, big combos, big, big shots that put away a lot of people. 
that we've seen. And I think there was two periods in the fourth and the fifth round where he was in real, real trouble. Both those it was rounds, the fifth and sixth. Or was it fifth and sixth? I remember the yeah. back to back round. Fifth and sixth, I think, um, yeah. Where he was in serious dire straits. And I'm there. The ref was still obviously taking a really close look mm. thinking. But every time the ref would look, he would just fire up a couple of combos <laughs> back to show that he's still alive and he's still good. He was even at some point, remember, he was sort of show, like beckoning Charlo to come. Yeah. Like, come on, come. I'm there thinking this guy's just been the fool. But he, he would beckon Charlo in and try to catch him on counters and stuff. So I'm yeah. thinking, okay, he's still in there. But these were big shots. And at some like he was staggering around the ring at some in some portions. Mm. And I'm there thinking it's just a matter of time. And around his time, Charlo would get him. But he didn't. He actually mm. stayed strong. So yeah, what a chin from him, even though it was obviously visibly was seeing him taking these big shots and he was struggling. He yeah. was able to tough it out and then grind out in there. And then in portions, I'm there thinking, wait, this guy's he's he's got Charlo backing up. He, yeah, he, he's, he's later on. Later on, the sort of later rounds, he was stepping to Charlo and he was, yeah, making him back up and putting him on the back foot. I'm there thinking, wait, what's going on here? And I'm, he was catching Charlo throughout the night, really, with some good shots. Well, I'm thinking to myself, if this guy had a bit more power, maybe Charlo would be, be a bit more cautious. I think to answer what you said, was it off night for Charlo? I just think that, so you know how sometimes you sort of, you play or you fight to the level of your opponent. Obviously, we saw Charlo put in a tremendous performance against Dervachenko in his last bout. Because yeah. I think, obviously, Charlo knew that Dervachenko is no joke. You know, highly rated, highly touted, gave Triple G hell. So, obviously, Charlo will know that he's not going to make a mistake. He's going to be on his A game. So, maybe, listen, yeah. maybe he's looking past this guy a little bit. Obviously, it's meant to be a gimme fight for him anyways. And, yeah, maybe. So, maybe that I think that's why we saw, defensively anyways, he was a bit, he was, he was a bit lax in my opinion. But yeah, yeah. I'll cut some slack there. But yeah, no, credit to Montial for making a good fight um, and enjoyable fight to watch, which I wasn't really expecting. I was expecting quick work. Um, in Mexico, isn't it? So, we were, you know, we've said we've said a lot about these Mexicans, isn't it? So, yeah, he's, they're tough he, as hell. He impressed. I thought he was playing possum at times. When he had him, yeah. hurt, I was looking at him, I thought, is my man play? Because he would slump back on the ropes then throw yeah. a bad hook yeah. <laughs> to try and catch Shadow. Yeah. But, the shots that Charlo was landing looked hurtful, so I don't even yeah. know if it was paying possible. Uh, but... I mean, we saw like this guy. There were times when he was out on his feet, bro, like yeah, wobbling around the ring, and it was like, whoa, like the referee could jump in here or he should go down. I was really surprised that we didn't see a knockdown. Um, yeah, I think there was one time when he, oh uh, no, it was, it was I think he might have slipped at one point, and the referee ruled it as a, ruled it as a slip. Charlo slips. Oh, later Charlo, on. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, Charlo slips in like the tenth round. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah, but. Yeah, man, it's, it's interesting because obviously we don't really see Charlo. I don't think I've ever seen Charlo marked up or anything, but you saw yeah. a little, 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 little bump on his eye, didn't he? Like at the end, yeah. like so. Yeah, you could tell he was in the fight. Um, but obviously at the end it was nice. He gave the credit to Montiotti. He's tough as hell. Montiotti enjoyed the fight. He showed that you know he's got heart and he feels like he'd be a world champion one day. Um, I would watch Montiotti again. That was a that was that was a gutsy performance, man. I'll, I'll give him that. I'll mm. give him that. It'd be interesting to see if he pops up again on these PBC cards. But um, yeah, Charlo, what next for him? Because obviously we've spoken at length, I think me and you about where we, where we see him currently and where we want to see him get to. Um, Nachi, obviously you saw the comments afterwards. A lot of people were saying, oh, Charlo wants Canelo and Triple G. They, they're going to eat him alive. Obviously we know how it is with boxers and, bo- and boxing. You know, you're only as good as your last performance really, isn't it? So 
um, because I guess they're seeing that as quite under one performance. They're thinking, yeah, Clara's going to destroy him. Triple G's going to destroy him. Um, obviously, I think we look at things in a different lens. <laughs> We're not so reactionary in that sense. Um, but yeah, any changes into sort of where you feel like Chado is right now and where he stands in the division and how he fares against someone like a Triple G or a Demetrius Andrade? Um, I'm not even going to mention Canelo because... I've yeah, good. <laughs> I was about to say because, uh, yeah, I don't want to hear any of these guys talk, really talk about Canelo. Canelo's in, in a different lane. Um, exactly. I think this is that was a good fight for Charlo. It's a good... It's another learning fight for him. You can you have a lot to take away from that. And it's good to be in a bit of a war sometimes. I mean, you you, you learn a lot more from that than just stopping him in the first round, you know. Um, like he'll go back and assess what he need, needed to do to get him out of there more efficiently. Um, I think a lot of these guys, there's, there's nowhere to go now. Charlo, you've got to be seeing Golovkin at some point. You've got to be seeing Demetrius at some point. Even a Chris Eubank Jr., I wouldn't mind seeing that. Mm-hmm. But then, obviously, um, Jaime Munguia, we saw him last night perform. I mean, we'll talk about him later. But yeah, that's another fight. I think Jaime Munguia is um, he's mandatory, actually, now, I think. Fantastic. So there's a lot of fights there. And at this point, there's there's nowhere else to go. They've beaten all the guys underneath that level. Um, so yeah, I think it's time for these guys to actually make these fights happen. I think Morata, um, he, he's the WBA. Yeah, yeah he's, he's the WBA champion. Charlo's WBC, Golovkin's IBF, Demetrius's um, WBO. Yeah. It's time for these guys to mix in with each other or mix in with the mandatories who Jaime Munguia, Chris Eubank Jr., I think is interim champion. Lara's still hanging. Is Lara still about? Yes. But is he at 154 or is he 169? Nah, I, I, I don't even know. When was his I last check, fight? I can check, I can check. He fought recently. He, he actually won the regular belt. Oh, yes. Yes, he did. I think it's 154, though. Um, let me I'll just confirm that now. Oh, no, he's at, he's at, he's at 160. 160, yeah, yeah, okay, that's where his last fight was. Um, yeah, because he fought, um, first of May, knocked out the guy in the first. I remember I watched it actually, yeah, he knocked him out in the first round, um, yeah, so yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's time to start unifying, basically. Yeah, basically, <laughs> it's time, yeah, There's nowhere else time. to go, yeah, um. Yeah, I mean, we said that. I think I think we even said it when we, we fought Dobrochenko. We were saying that this is the level of opponents who want to see you fight, Charlo. That you yeah. shouldn't be taking steps. You shouldn't be taking any steps back. And this fight is a bit of a step back. Obviously, it was a good fight overall. But yeah, you mm. know, we want to see opponents of the level of Dobrochenko and of that ilk. So yeah, man, it has to be forward now because yeah. I don't know. I just feel like time's wasting for 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 for, the, for Charlo. And <laughs> what's it? I I think I said Charlo's like 30, 31 now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Time, like, <laughs> yeah, they're we not young about, anymore. We've known <laughs> about these dons, these the twins for time. And credit to credit to Mel because obviously we, we know what he's doing in 154. He's about to you know, yeah. have a whole division. But yeah, Jamal, which I guess is seen as more of a star. Um, yeah, like I said, the scarier one, etc. The one that's more exciting to watch and better skilled. Um, I, yeah, I, I just feel like time's going and it's ebbing away. And I don't like we, like, I'm a fan of him, you're a fan of him. We know what he can do. Very, very, very good boxer. I'm trying to see him at the top, I guess. So, um, yeah, it's time, it's time, it's time to get going. It's time to get going, Jamal. But good performance, anyway. It's a good fight. He got his W. 
let's see what's next for him. I hope it's someone good and big. Difficult for him, I'm, I'm thinking now, because... PBC Island, isn't it? Yeah, he's PBC. And the rest are all in the zone, right? Yes. Um, um, Triple G, Andre um, U, uh, Eubank is Southland. Um, yeah. So I guess he'd probably be easier to make. Um, well, Munguia's the zone as well. Zone as well, yeah. Yeah. PBC Island. It's, yeah. It's a shame. And he will, yeah, never, leave, he will never leave out him. <laughs> never. Yeah. So, yeah, never. The black fighters always stick about. <laughs> but they should, they should make it. They should make it happen. He's a good name. He's a big name for PBC. So if they want to make it happen, they can make it happen. Hopefully. Um, I don't mind. Andre Golovkin. I'm ready to see it. Yeah. Either or. Um, yeah, Andre and Golovkin are probably my preferred. Yeah. But we've mentioned him now anyway, so you might as well segue on to him. Um, Jaime Munguia. Obviously, he also returned to action against... Uh, help me with it. Camilo Zerometa. Uh, Zerometa, yeah. Zerometa. Zerometa. Um, who I remember fought Golovkin and basically kind of got beat up by Golovkin, really. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Munguia stopped him in the sixth, I think, around before Golovkin stopped him. Yeah. And a pretty comfortable performance, I think. Um, Zerometa came through with no head movement, just stood there in the pocket with Munguia. Uh, trade shots with Mungia. Um, what, what are your thoughts on Jaime Mungia? Um, do you rate him particularly? Do you think he's a great price? He's, he's only 23, 24. Um, yeah, and he's had like 30, 37 fights. I think 39 fights now, bro. I mean, oh, bro. we know with these Mexicans, they start them real early. <laughs> mm. I like Jaime Mungia. Um, I like him a lot. Um, I think his performance yesterday, uh, well, Sarah Meta, we've said, is a He's actually not bad. He's not a he's bad fighter. Bad. He just likes no power no whatsoever. Power. Yeah. And when you're coming up against good fighters with power and your punches not, not hurting the opposition, it's it's a walkthrough. It's a walk in the park for them, especially big hitters. Mm-hmm. I mean, is a good fighter. I think um, he can... He, he can step up to the next level, but he doesn't need to rush, I don't think. Um, he I, can still fight other people in that division because yeah. he's still young, like you said. Um but I think he'll he'll be a world champion, no doubt. Oh yeah, I mean he he already has. <laughs> he's already yeah he was already a world champion at 154. Yeah, he was um, um, for for quite a while actually. Um, I agree. With, I I think that I don't think he's quite ready for the next level. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I rate him. I think he's really good. Yeah, but I still see a bit of deficiencies in his game, um, mainly defensively. I think mm-hmm. something I've always noticed with him. I think coming forward, he's amazing to watch when he's coming forward. He's best on the front foot. Um, throw obviously he's he's got the classic. I'd say the like if I compare him to Canelo, obviously they received a lot of comparison when he mm-hmm. was coming up because obviously he was young as well and a champion. But Munguia has that classic Mexican style. I think that classic come forward offensive Mexican style, put you under pressure, etc. Canelo's actually more of a counter puncher, yeah, or a boxer counter puncher kind of thing. Munguia's mm-hmm. got that that classic style Mexican. Um, so yeah, he comes forward, presses the action, lovely combinations, lovely shot selection. But I always find him a bit easy to hit. He doesn't really move his head too well, Mungia. Yeah. Um, I think that's always been apparent with him. And I thought, even though it was an easy fight for him, Zeremeta was catching him with good shots. And I was even saying, it's a shame Zeremeta has no power because Mungia is not feeling any of these shots, but these are good yep. shots to catch him with. So, I like but Zeremeta was doing the same to Golovkin. Yeah, he was catching your locket as well. <laughs> True, <laughs> I knew you'd drop that in there. As well. <laughs> I, had to, I had to drop it. Um, 
I feel like Mungia, if he can work on the defensive side of his game a bit more, um, make be you know just have some more head movement, be a bit harder to hit, it will serve him really well. But he is definitely exciting to watch. I do, I do rate him. I really do him. But he's young, so there is no need to rush him. Um, you you also have that yardstick because he's previously fought Montiel that um, Charlo fought, yes. and he stopped him in the yes. second round badly, yeah. badly. So. Um, yeah, obviously. If you want to play the comparison game, then you could use Charles that. Make, but Charles make fights, though. Right, yeah, I mean, yeah, 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 exactly. I don't think. But I never tried to use them kind of artists because different fighters are different, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think obviously, yeah, they said what next for me. They asked him what next, and he said he's he's happy to fight all. Well, I think he he said Gabe Rosado is what he wants to because Gabe Rosado, who I want to quickly just shout some you know praise to because he won. The fight, he won his fight. I think he was expected to lose badly, but he ended up yeah. knocking this guy out badly. Um, the guy was a prospect as well. I think gold medalist or medalist at the Olympics and whatnot. And um, yeah, shout out to Gabe because he's been on the back of some tough decisions recently. But um, yeah, I think he called like he said he wants to fight Rosado, Mexico versus Puerto Rico kind of thing. But otherwise, the other champions such as he's happy to fight Golovkin, he's happy to fight Charlo. Um, Rosado's at one sixty eight. No, yes. Is he? Yeah. Is that not what you, is, is that not what you fought at? Because he fought Danny Jacobs at 160. What was that? Was that a catchway? When he fought Danny Jacobs, that was at that, 168. That, that was at 168, yeah. But I think... And I think the guy he fought last night is a 168 contender as well. Beck, right, okay. Beck to me, um, what's it? Let me check. They called him Beck the Bully. <laughs> yeah, they called him the Bully, yeah. 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 Um, is he currently 168? I mean... Oh yeah, it was yeah. Okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but he can drop down. He can drop down. Yeah, he can, he can drop even. Yeah, he can drop down. But um, yeah. Um, he, he said yeah. Rosado is really available. If not the other one sixty guys, champions, he doesn't mind to fight anyone. He's not scared of anyone. So yeah, obviously inevitably, yeah. You're thinking of maybe Charlie that could be made. Um, like I said, I think for me, I would rather see Charlie against an Android or a Golovkin because they're established, established. Yeah. Whereas. Even though Mungi has had loads of fights, he's still establishing himself at mm-hmm. his own man, 23, 24. So that wouldn't be my preferred. But if that gets made, I'm all here for it because that's they're two quality fighters. So I'm not complaining yeah. if that gets made. But mm-hmm. I would prefer to see Mungia take his time a little bit. Yeah, same. I think that's this was what his second fight at middleweight officially. So let him feed his way into the division a little bit and then take his chance. But yeah, I agree. Very good fight to keep an eye on. Um, Oscar's probably going to pin a lot of hopes for on him because obviously he's lost Canelo now, so <laughs> you need a new Mexican guy to to big up. But um, yeah, it was a comfortable win for him. Um, I think throughout the fight, like like you said, Zerometa was sort of being you know allowing himself to be hit, and in the end, I think he he quit on his stool. Zerometa, um, mm-hmm. he got bashed up one round, and the referees come to him and said, "Are you okay?" And he said, "Nah." He said, "No mas." So um, yeah, big big win for. Mungia. Um let's talk about uh, moving on. I want to talk about another fighter who I think for me is probably the most exciting fighter in the world right now. Uh if you want to, yeah, and if you want to challenge that, fair, no, be my guest. But I'm gonna put I'm putting him down as probably the most exciting fighter right now in the world, and that's Naoya Inoue. AKA the monster. Uh, please tell me you saw his, you saw you saw his performance against uh, Michael Daz, Daz Marinas. 
I did. I had to see. Um. Yeah, man. What can we say about about Inoue, man? He's he's expo- as explosive as they come, man. The power is crazy. He can stop you with any punch, bro. I'll say any- that now. Any punch, he will stop you with. <laughs> and that's do you know how scary that is? Bro. You usually look at a fighter and say, "Ah, oh, it's the uppercut you need to be wary of, or the body shot, or the left hook." Any punch, this guy's st- stopping this, guys with. He's a what? He's a super bantam, Bant- bantam or super yeah bantam weight. Yeah, yeah. He's a small guy. But even I, as big as I am, I'm, I feel the punches. Trust I'm me. Going, ooh, ooh. Bro, say it louder. <laughs> I'm flinching. This guy's what, 52, 52 kg? Brother. <laughs> and he's landing punches and I'm wincing. I'm, I'm, I'm there thinking, ah, I'm grabbing my body like, ooh. <laughs> I'm feeling the punches. Like, it's I'll dirty. It. Dirty. And you need to understand, when you watch banter weights, usually you're watching them and thinking, if I push you, you'll fall over. <laughs> but if I blow if I push you, you fall over. Like these my punches, you won't even feel it. Bro. But this guy's landing punches, and I'm wincing as I'm watching them land. I, bro, I haven't seen power like this in lower weight classes ever. It's scary. Um, I think maybe Pacquiao. Maybe I can I can link it. But even Pacquiao, he wasn't doing this. Like yeah. Pacquiao had power, but he wasn't like he's knocked out pretty much all of his opponents apart from three, I think. Um, yeah, twenty fights, seventeen KOs. Um. I think they said 11 of his knockouts have come out in the first three rounds. Some, something ridiculous like that. Like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's nuts. I haven't seen power like this before in, in, a low, in, a, in a low weight classes. And forget the power. If you watch him, he's a bloody good boxer. Yeah. Technically superb. Technically superb. Cuts off the ring like a Golovkin, like old Golovkin used to, um, mm. very intelligently. Um, the way he selects his punches, his footwork, absolutely brilliant. Um, yeah, Michael Daz Marinas uh, from the Philippines, he was on the back foot from the first belt and yeah, it was basically he was backing off the whole fight and in a way was cutting off the ring really, really smartly with each round and he's dropped, it was three knockdowns happened in this fight Yeah, three knockdowns by, by body shots <laughs> and the first one happened in, in, in the second round yeah. Um, he's, it was a bit of a delay, you know, one of those delayed reaction ones where he's felt it, it's hit him, and then like a se- two seconds later, the guy's just gone all and like just like dropped kind of yeah. thing. Like it was, I think he's even got caught, he's caught another one on the head, but real, real delayed reaction, and he's dropped him there. I'm there thinking, raw, a lot of time left. And what's amazing about Inouye as well, you see, when he hurts his opponents, obviously he's a shark, he smells blood. Yeah, he, he doesn't go wild. Yeah, he, he doesn't. doesn't he, he takes his time. He sets up his work. He steps back. Doesn't, doesn't go crazy with the swing. He's very calculated with how he takes you out. I also notice as well, from round one of every in the way fight I've seen, he sits down his punches from the very first round. Yep. Yep. <laughs> you notice that, <laughs> he yeah? Does. You notice yep. that? Yep. He always plants his feet very early. Scary. <laughs> Scary. He, doesn't, he, 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 he starts like he wants to take you out. Yeah. He starts as he means to go. It's scary. There's no feeling that process. He's planting his feet straight away, trying to take you out from the very first punch. And that's probably why he's got so many knockouts on his wrist. Like, obviously, the natural power is crazy, but he's, he's not here to play with you. He's here to take you out and go home. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, I can see why they call him the monster. Um, we, we've, we've, we've talked about him saying that pound for pound, he's one of the hardest hitting. He's yeah. up there. Oh, easily. <laughs> easily. Yeah, we say he's top three pound for pound hardest hitting. Yeah, yeah facts. 
Yeah, who else we have on this? We had Wild, obviously. Yeah, 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 we had Wild, and I think we, we said Tank as well tank? after Tanks. Okay, after after Tanks mad knockout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Tank, yeah, yeah, tank yeah. does have explosive power. Yeah, yeah, you've got yeah. to... I'll give you that. Yeah, it's Tank. Yeah, yeah, three, definitely. Um, third round now, obviously, in a ways dropped him twice more. Uh, but the the, the the second one was dirty one. And yeah, that's the one that I thought to myself. <laughs> Your words are um, yeah, the second one is is the one where I'm there thinking, oh, I don't think he's beating the count, but he he, he got to like nine and a half and he mm. beat the count. Fair play to Dazmir, brave as hell, because I mean there was like no, yeah, that second one was real, real tough. Um, and then literally ten seconds later, anyways, caught him with the same shot again. But the thing is, it's mad because like I'm watching the replay and he looked like he just glances. It looked like it just glanced him. Mm. Well, that's enough. Because the placement is so good, it doesn't have to be like a proper digging shot. Just a glance in yeah. was enough to drop him for the first time, and the ref waved it, waved it off. Um, yeah, man, he's scary. He's very, very, very scary. Um, and since I mean, uh, obviously, they, they, he's obviously a huge star in Japan, as we know, obviously. Yeah. And obviously, they're trying to build him up, and build him up in America, which is going well so far. The carries are knocking guys out like this in the first couple of rounds. Then yeah, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be it's, he's definitely gonna become the next superstar. Um and you know what he reminds me of? Who? You know them, those animal characters where well, they're overpowered <laughs> when they're OP and you're like, how's this guy so stupidly strong? From like, the jump, super strength and super speed from the jump. From the jump, like <laughs> inexplainable super super strength for super, yeah, like this yeah, guy's yeah. OP. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. I think he looks so slight. Almost, but obviously he's got massive carbs. That's where the power comes from. Um, yeah, the body, the body work is always crazy. Um, and like you said, any punch, he's taking you out. Um, so yeah, he's so obviously he's got two of a belt to, at that weight, bantam weight. It's a really competitive division, to be fair. Yeah. Um, because obviously the other champions at the division are Donaire, who mm-hmm. beat in a twelve-round classic. That was that was amazing. yeah, a great fight. Um, Donaire even troubled in a way, broke his orbital bone and everything. Like it was tough, tough fight. And then there's another Filipino champion called um, John Rio Casimir- Casimiro, mm-hmm. who's been champion for quite a while now. And it's interesting because I don't know if you saw, but PBC have made Casimiro versus Donaire unification. Okay. So it's, it's happy. Yeah, it's, it's oh, yeah, yes. I, I think I saw that being confirmed. Yeah. yeah. It's happening in August, I think. Which is mm. great because obviously Donay has just beaten Lou Bali recently. Obviously, I think what a couple yeah. weeks ago, isn't it? So I like how quick they moved with this division. Um, so that's a massive fight for the Philippines, two Filipino fighters. And I guess hopefully the winner they'll be able to make unification for the winner to fight, obviously, in the way, hopefully. And if it's Donay, I'm happy because the rematch, I'd, I'd love to see a rematch between those two because it's such a good fight the first time. Yeah. But, um, yeah, can we need that? Casimir is no slouch though. He's really good as well. So, yeah, man, it's, it's a very exciting division. He's definitely number one in that division for sure. But um, yeah, I'm every in a way fight, bro. I'm tuning into because yeah, I, I don't see I don't see a reason not to. You get me? And now now we have it on Sky. Now we have top yeah. rank on Sky, so exactly. we have access to that easily. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, yeah, listeners, if you haven't watched, if you haven't, you know, if if you, if you haven't caught on to it in a way yet, now you're in a way. Make sure you go and look. He's definitely the most exciting fight fighter out there right now, for sure. Guaranteed knockouts. 
if there's no knockers, there's gar- he's guaranteed to drop someone. That's for sure. I can, I can, <laughs> yeah. can touch that you canvas. That. <laughs> guaranteed to put you on the canvas at least once. I can promise you that. Um, the guy's a phenom, man. That power is crazy. Um, just quickly, uh, before we move on to, I guess, our sort of previews of, of, of next week and whatnot. Mm. Um, I want to talk about <laughs> the son of a certain boxing legend. Uh, Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. Uh, we didn't mention it last week because it wasn't worth mentioning. I think we briefly mentioned it. Briefly, yeah. like, in passing, we like, briefly touched upon it. But we said how he was fighting Anderson Silva, a 46-year-old Anderson Silva. Uh, obviously, we know Anderson Silva, MMA legend, coming over to boxing. Don't know why. Don't know why the fight, this fight was made, but yeah, he made it. Yeah. Um, Chavez Jr.'s lost. <laughs> Tyrus Jr. has actually lost a split decision to Anderson Silva, a 46-year-old MMA fighter. Oh, I think it's with Tyrus Jr., yeah. I don't even know what he's... I don't even know the point of his existence right now. I won't even lie. Like, what's he oh, doing, bro? What's, like, you know he guy, failed to make weight as well. I, I knew he was on crap, yeah. When I, think I, sent, I sent it to the group, like, well, the group chat, I said, oh, yeah, look at this guy. They said, oh, he's been fined 100K because he didn't make weight. But this is a, this is a story of Jr.'s career. On serious or boxing, because I think this mm. happened. He's he's failed to make weight many times. Danny Jacobs, yeah. he failed to make weight. Remember? Yeah. Um, I think there was another fight before that as well where he failed to maybe Martinez, maybe he didn't make weight. The guy is not serious about boxing. He hasn't been. Um, you like I said, you know it's deep when your own dad, who's the greatest Mexican fighter of all time, is ashamed of you, which he definitely is. When my man is there putting his head in his hands during his fights, like, he's always quitting. Do you know, since that Jacob's loss, he fought again in Mexico, some random Mexican guy, like some, like a guy who was meant to be, he lost. I swear. He quit, I, I think. I, I, he quit. <laughs> he quit. Um, quit in this, like, yeah. And he then, he then fought another guy, he won. But yeah, the guy's just a known quitter. Guy's not serious about boxing. He's brought, he definitely brought shame to the Chavez name. <laughs> um... I, I don't know what he's doing. He, 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 should, he, should quit, he should quit the sport. I don't get it. Like, it's it's damning losing well, to Anderson Silva. He lost to Anderson Silva. That's embarrassing. I, yeah. I'm not even going to say this now for boxing because this guy's not a boxer to me. He's not a serious guy. We know, but we know about him. We've known about him for a long time. He's not serious. Uh, it's Anderson Silva. Is his base boxing in terms of mixed martial arts? Is that his... I'm I think he's a striker. It's, okay, I think it, I think it might be something like Capoeira or something. You know, because uh, yeah. he's always yeah. I think it might be like something like that. I don't know. Um, I'm guessing, but um, I don't even know why I try to make excuses for my man. <laughs> well, you you can't make excuses for him because okay, yeah. this, this guy's an ex world champion. You know, Chavez Junior was a champion. Yeah, he was undefeated for a long time as well. A long, long time undefeated, <laughs> and it just all went to crap. I mean, yeah, I guess you question the opponents he fought and whatnot, but. Mm. It's like he became super unserious overnight and it's just been L after L after L. Quitting all the time, not taking camp serious, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Just walk away, man. It's all good, man. Box is not for you. It's not for everyone. Yeah. We know it's not for it's not... You can't lose Anderson Silva. I'm sorry. He's, not, he's like 30. He's a 46. <laughs> yeah, he's not even old. He's, he's young. Not he's still young. He's 30. So, I, nah, man. It's just not for you, bro. It's not for everyone. It's what it is. Had a good run. Let's not bring more shame to that Chavez name because that name is, is serious in Mexico. We know we know yeah. how serious that name is. So yeah, man. 
Yeah. Seniors, the surrender for Canelo. <laughs> I, you know, obviously, you know he had these issues with Canelo, and obviously Canelo beat him up. Yeah. And obviously, Canelo even saying stuff like, you don't represent Mexico properly, etc. Like, they had a, like, their back and forth was serious. Yeah. And obviously, there's pictures of the fight at the end of an Anderson Silva fight. Canelo was in the attendance, obviously. Mm. And he's going to congratulate Anderson Silva and stuff. I'm thinking, this is... This is top tier petty energy Canelo right now. <laughs> top tier petty. I love it. That's that's me. That's a bit of me. Just pull up to your op's funeral. Make sure he's dead. <laughs> but, I um, think so. See, I think the senior fight on that card. I think yeah, he had an exhibition on that card. Exhibition against um Jorge Arcre, another like Mexican legend. Okay. Because um, um, Canelo was in the corner for a senior. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Fair. Yeah. Yeah, so but um, he's senior seen this guy, his son. You know, embarrassing too many times. I swear. <laughs> Bare times now, but boy, yeah, Travis Jr. Man, just hang up, it's, it's okay, <laughs> it really is. But, um, let's talk about yeah, what's coming next week because obviously, there's some damn good fights coming up next week. Um, should we start with Lomachenko? Yeah, let's do it. So, let's start Lomachenko. So, the return of Lomachenko against um, Nakatani, mm-hmm. Japanese uh, fighter, has been around for quite a while. Been in the round those weight classes for quite a while. I'm happy to see Lomachenko back, man. I'm happy to see Loma back. Yeah, definitely. Um, obviously, we know his last outing was Tiafimo. Tough, tough loss for him. Um, unexpected loss, I guess, in many ways. Um, since then, obviously, I think they campaigned for a rematch for that. Yeah. And Tiafimo's camp were like, nah, no rematch. <laughs> it's what it is. Um, which is fair enough. So now I guess Lomachenko is in that sort of unprecedented situation of having to sort of work his way back into contention. Um, yeah, uh, I, I know he's had he's had he had surgery as well, didn't he, on his shoulder? Um, yeah. So yeah, I guess it's, it's, it's an interesting first look to see how he is. Um, yeah. What are you trying to see from Loma in this one? Just to see, just see, just see him regain that sharpness back again. Yeah, so it's a t- it's a tough fight. Mm. It is a tough fight. Nakatani's mm. long. Yes, he, he is, isn't he? Yeah. He's long. Um, and he's got a bit of power as well. Obviously, yeah. Tia Fe- when Tia... This is where I knew Tiafimo is, is, is a problem. He when gave Tiafimo a tough fight. He did. And, but Tiafimo came through that and won. And I was like, mm. that's an impressive win. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's a good fight. It's a competitive fight. And mm. we'll see how Lomachenko's looking if he's... He's got that sharpness back in his shoulder because he's complained about that shoulder for a long time. Yeah. Um, so we'll see how he looks. Um, you kind of want to say Lomachenko should come for it because Boy, of how, how, skill, how skillful he is. But dimension of Nakatani, <laughs> this guy's six foot, you know? Yeah, he's something crazy. Six foot. He's in so big. He's, insane. <laughs> he's, he's so long. Well, yeah. he, the last the last fight he had was a cracker as well. He, he got dropped in like the first two rounds. But it came through one by the Verdejo. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. That fight was a cracker. Thick fight. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, it, it should be a great fight. It's a very good opponent to come back into. It's no, it's no slouch to fight. Yeah. So yeah, um, I'm looking forward to that one. I can't lie. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing that. You know, obviously we know what Lomachenko brings. The angles mm. angle you to death. The footwork. Um, hopefully, yeah. I just want to see. For me, I, I'm just trying to see. Obviously, he's been out for a while, and then obviously had that shoulder surgery as well. So I'm just trying to see how all that holds up in terms of the shoulder and just the sharpness. Obviously, mm. there'll be some ring rust to 
to, to you know to brush off. So I'm, I, I, you know, I'm hoping to see that sort of that, that wash off him whilst he's in the ring. Um, and yeah, good performance against a very credible opponent. Um, and he wins this, and he's back in the mix, in my opinion. Yeah, he's right, he's right back in there. Um, so yeah, I expect to see. If he something. loses, oh, if he loses, uh, if he loses, I would still like to see him against these other guys. Yeah, I'll I'll be leaning heavily in their favor, as opposed to thinking, oh mm. yeah, good. If he loses, yeah, I think that's that's a massive draft draft stock. Um, the uh, draft stock to um, dropper. I think that you know, if he loses that fight, um, but I would still like to see him against these other guys. Yeah, I won't lie, but I'll just be like, yeah, I think they're gonna beat him. Basically, um, that yeah. puts him right in the bottom of a pile. If he loses badly, I might even say he should move back down. You know. Yeah, I, I was thinking. I, I, I think <laughs> if he loses badly, I think yeah, maybe these guys are just too big. It is what it is. You mm. can't you can't defeat size sometimes. You really can't. Yeah. Um, so yeah, because all these all these guys are lightweight, are big lightweights. Yeah, he's the small, <laughs> and he's a small lightweight. He, he's the smallest of the bunch, bar Tank. But Tank is mm, Tank is small, I'm, but he's big at the same time. It's weird. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Because he's powerful. So I keep I keep forgetting Tank. Yeah. <laughs> this guy, I don't know what division he's he's in. But yeah, um, Tank's small as well. Yeah, yeah, Tank is yeah, but Tank is like one of those like pocket dynamos kind of thing. Like, yeah, like he's he's small but he's strong. Yeah, um, but yeah. It's, it's, it's just good to see Loma back. Um, and yeah, hopefully if he does win, he's right back in the mix. If he does win, who would you like, would you like to see him? Is it Haney you said you want to see him face next? Haney or Tiafimo? Haney or Tiafimo, okay. Um, yeah, Haney, or T- Haney because of the backstory with yeah. him the franchise, being promoted to franchise. And well, yeah, Haney was his mandatory. Yeah. And rather than fighting Haney, he got promoted to franchise. I think well, top rank. It's, it's not him. It's Bob Arum. Yeah, Bob Arum. Yeah, um, requested. Yeah, he was happy about that. Yeah, it has. Yeah, it had nothing to do with Lomachenko. And obviously, they had a back and forth David Haney and Lomachenko on Twitter. So mm. they almost verbally agreed to fight on Twitter, and it didn't happen. So I'd still like to see that as what would have been, because they should have fought. Yeah, and. If not, I would like to see the rematch with Teofimo Lopez. Um, I think that's a good fight still. Okay, cool. Um, oh, I tank. <laughs> we, we wanted to see that one for time. Yeah, we have wanted to see that. And but I, I don't think we ever will. I, I almost feel like, if, it's funny you mentioned it, I, I, I almost feel like if Lomachenko turns out a stinker or just yeah. good, watch, <laughs> watch, watch me over for promotions, rush to make that fight. Watch. Yep. Just watch. Lennon They've been waiting about. Full <laughs> Boy, real quick, watch it. Watch. That's all. Yeah. Book it. If 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 Loma doesn't look supreme, like he normally does, they're gonna make that fight real, real quick. Yeah. Now you say. You, you know. You know how they man move. We we know. We know what they're about. Opportunists. Uh, real, real opportunists coming like Edge. WWE to get <laughs> cashing that money in the bank real quick <laughs> to get running in. <laughs> Make it down. <laughs> Read the bill. Oh, too funny. Um, it's fitting that you mentioned Tank because he's also uh, in action next week. His return, uh, one forty against Mario Barrios. Um, mm. Yeah, Tank. Obviously, we know what he's on. Um, he's moving between like three weight classes right now. Smashing, grabbing, smashing, grabbing. Literally, um, he's cashing in money in the banks too. <laughs> so um, yeah, um, Barrios. 
undefeated champion at 140. Mm-hmm. Regular champion, though, might I say. Not, not, obviously, we know who the actual champion is in that entire division. It's, it's Josh Taylor. Yeah. Um, yeah. Have, have you seen much of Barrios? Um, um, I think I've seen one. I've, I've seen, seen maybe like seen one him. Or two fight, yeah. yeah. Um, I can't remember the opponents, but I've, I've seen him in action. Um, Strong, big, powerful. Yeah, he's another tall guy. Yeah. He's probably like 5'10, 5'11, I yeah. think. Tank's given up a lot of height on this one. Um, and reach, of course. Yeah. Um, Barrios is strong and tall and powerful, but he's a bit slow. Uh, mm. On to Tank, obviously, I think the hand yeah. speed is going to be heavily in Tank's favour. I think that's what he's going to lean to. He's going to lean towards the speed factor. Barrios has got a very good knockout, rec- ne- uh, knockout record as well, actually. He's stopped a lot of his opponents. So What's today, your. Um, I think it's like eighty percent. Let me check. Let me check. That's a good record, but obviously, you once again you question the opponents because I haven't seen too much of him. Yeah, twenty-six wins, seventeen by KO. So pretty decent power. Pretty, pretty good power there. Mm. Um, it's a tough fight for Tank technically on paper, for yeah. sure. Just with the size going up, this you know going up another weight class. It's two weight classes he's going up. This two is- weight classes. Is it two? Well, where where do we where, where guys are we saying take his if he's if he's a junior yeah, lightweight Santa, Santa Cruz, which was yeah, wasn't in that that was that, that was up um, yeah junior, junior lightweight yeah, yeah. lightweight so yeah technically two weight classes um, yeah um, so that, that you know the jump in the weight class could be tough for him um, see the, we know the power will still be there we know that mm. people bring the speed with him as well. Um, but yeah, fighting the guy that's a lot bigger than him and a natural, I'm assuming at 140, could be tough, could really be tough. But yeah. um, Tank is so hard to ignore. Like I said it before, he's really, really hard to ignore. He just, I know it's going to be an exciting fight because all Tank fights are exciting. Um, mm. I, I said, in a way, it's probably the most exciting fighter right now. Tank's second, maybe. In fact, they probably interchange one and two, both of them. Mm. Um, yeah. Um, Anything in particular you're looking to see from Tank in this one, or I mean, if he if he stops Barrios, it'll be impressive. Just mm. just because of the size, you, you don't really jump up two weight classes. I know the difference in the lower weight classes is smaller, yeah. But you don't fight one fight at uh, super featherweight and jump up to like well or weight just like that. Um, yeah. It's so it, any win will be impressive. Yeah. Any, any win will be impressive. Um, I've been critical of Tank before because, but I think he's become more of a serious fighter. I think um, mm. he, he works better in the ring now. He's less, not Pete Patty, but he's less, uh, it's not showboat is not the word. He's more, he's more about his business in the ring. He's less about looking sharp and looking impressive kind of thing. He wants to get the job done. So mm. hopefully we see more of that. Hopefully we see him box well and look to get the job done rather than, and by his work almost and yeah. like, move like, like AB. Yeah, I was gonna say maybe yeah. I don't, maybe he stopped hanging out with AB. Maybe maybe that's why we've seen that. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> um, but um, I'm hoping he comes through unscathed because obviously we know where we really want Tank to be at, mm-hmm. um, and where we feel like he should be at. And hopefully, I'm much because obviously we know that if he wins this, he's a regular 140 champion. And I said, you know, I said it before. If you're serious, Tank, you then go and fight Josh Taylor. And we know that's never going to happen. Never impossible. So hopefully, this puts an end to the whole up and down thing that he's doing. 
Go and plant yourself firmly at 135 now and make a name for yourself in that division. The competition is there. The needle's there. You know, Tank, you, he could be he, he could be the top guy. We know this. We know we Tank. Like, we even said it's crazy that even though he's only fought one fight official, 135, we're damn near putting him second best <laughs> after TFEMO, more or less, because of just... Yeah. Because that's just who he is and what he we've seen him be capable of. So, yeah, man. Hopefully, this puts an end to that. Hopefully, and he, you know, he gets his belt, does his little thing. One forty relinquishes and goes back to one thirty five and sticks around there. Um, this is wishful thinking, though. We know what mayoral, uh, we know what mayoral promotions are on. We said it before. Uh, Tank is the cash cow. They're gonna keep on bleeding them dry, really. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, wishful thinking on my part. I think he's still champion at uh, super featherweight. Yeah, and that's a, that's another exciting division. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, so obviously, with him moving up, he, he has clearly has no aspirations of staying at super featherweight. Um, if he's jumping two weight classes, but mm. I don't mind seeing some of those fights down there. Obviously, we've got Jamal Herring, Shakur Stevenson, Oscar yep. Valdez still hanging about. So yeah, there's good fights there as well. Mm. Yeah, well, we know he's not serious about 140. If knows? he is, yeah, he can't be serious. <laughs> I don't boy, think he is. Boy, there's some killers there too. <laughs> Regis Progress. Oh, that'd be a fight yeah, and a half. Bro. That'd be a that'd great be a fight. Fight and a half, bro. Anyways, who know, we don't we don't know a tank. We still don't know a tank. Who knows? Um, but yeah, hopefully it's a win. I'm definitely tuning in. All tank fights are exciting as well. So they've got me with that one. Yeah, two two great fights. Two great fights to tune into. Um, I, was, I was just thinking they might do something crazy. What if he beats Barrios? They might do tag versus AB at one forty. You know, <laughs> that's a pay per view fight. That is a pay-per-view. <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's doing that, crazy numbers. That's doing numbers. They're both hood favorites. <laughs> that's for the that could, <laughs> They could try and pull that one on us. That would be. I'll tune into that. I'll, I, I would actually tune into that. You know, I, I said to myself, I'm never tuning into an AB fight ever again. I haven't for a while now, but I'll tune into that. Damn, tank stopping AB. AB loses the tag. Boy, to be fair, AB's chin is crazy. So I, yeah, he might, he's. I'll, I'll be, I won't be surprised if he comes through Tank's power. To be honest, yeah, he's got a chin and a half. If my Dino can't stop AB, I don't know if Tank can. They're both. Yeah. my Dino's a demon puncher, as we know. So, um, boy, that's, that's an exciting AB's fantasy. AB's not winning. I promise you, <laughs> AB's not winning. You can't win if he when does when you throw five punches around. Yeah, that's the, that's the problem. That's, that's the problem he's always had. Got to let your hands go, AB. <laughs> that's a fantasy fight. I don't know if that, that one will happen, but... Yeah, I can't see it happening, you know, because only because they're, they're actually friends as well. I yeah, they're brethren. AB don't fight his brethren, I don't think so. Um, yeah, but he said he, him and Garcia were brethren. He said they would never fight for Garcia and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't see him fight. I don't think I don't see him do that. But no. it's interesting, though. That's That pulled up to that would be too funny. Oh, man. Too funny. <laughs> Too too funny. Oh, <laughs> uh, when he was dissing Leonard, that'd be shot. You ain't with me. Leonard, the bitch ass nigga. Man, shut up, man. man sh- sh- shut up. <laughs> shut up. Ah, uh, AB a legend, uh, man. Leonard said, "You ain't gonna dis, you ain't gonna dis- <laughs> me like that." Man, shut up. <laughs> so that shut stuff that shit up. <laughs> Ah, uh, I can't I stand AB, him, man. but at the same time, he's hilarious sometimes. He really is. That, uh, <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, um, we'll, we'll keep an eye on that one, anyways. <laughs> um, yeah, I want to talk about um, let's talk about George um, um, 
Teofimo Lopez versus Cambosis because obviously that was meant to be last. I mean, that was meant to be yesterday. Mm. Um, that was the fight I was most excited to see yesterday. And I think, what, I think a week ago or shortly after we dropped episode 42, the news has come in that Teofimo tested positive for COVID. Yeah. And the fight's been postponed. It's been moved to August now, hasn't it? End of August, I think it is. Mm-hmm. Or sometime, yeah, sometime in August, anyways. Um, big, big shame. I just want to say, obviously, speedy recovery to Tiafimo. We want him to obviously, we, you never know with COVID and these fighters. Obviously, you saw how long it took, Golo- um, not Golovkin, um, Povetkin to recover yeah. from it, you know. So, there's the short COVID and, and long COVID. So, hopefully, it doesn't, you know, take too much out of Tiafimo. He's able to come back strong or come back as strong, anyways. And then that fight could be, you know, could, could happen. But speedy recovery to him, I'm sure he was gutted. I saw his tweet. Yeah. He sounded very gutted, and um, Cambosis must be gutted as well, obviously, because it's like you've trained so hard for so long, come across from Australia, and it's sort of been snatched away due to circumstances that are out of your control in it. So, but yeah, hopefully he comes back and he's fine with that one. But um, how's he in terms of is he hospital? Is how's he in terms of symptoms? Should I say? Is he is is he I'm calm? Not too, or? I'm, I'm not too sure. I think they said that. I think they said he's calm. Um, yeah. From what I, from reports I've seen and stuff, but yeah, you don't know it. So, um, mm. but yeah, fingers crossed he should be fine. Anyways, um, he seemed like the way he was tweeting anything, he seemed okay. He just seemed gutted, obviously. That yeah, they can't go go down in it. So, and actually, obviously, you set your mind to, to one date, and yeah, I can imagine it can can be quite annoying. Yeah, but such is life right now with this pandemic around in it. So, mm. it is what it is. Um, he'll come back stronger. Uh, I'm sure. Um, do you want to talk about fight camp? Let's talk about fight camp. Oh yes, fight it, camp. Obviously, we spoke about it. You know, we said it was returning, and mm. yeah, Eddie, Eddie's released the dates and uh, the bouts and whatnot. Mm. Um, do, do you have them up there? Do you want to read? You want to sort of run through? Yeah, run, let me get them up. Yeah, so, so obviously we had fight camp last year in the midst of the pandemic, where events couldn't really happen, yeah. and it was a massive success, really and truly. It was. Four weeks of cards each weekend, and then the final card was obviously the Dylan White Povetkin pay per view. This year, it's returned live on the zone. It's going to be three weeks. Obviously, no big pay per view at the end because that's not the zone model. But um, yeah, I've got it up. So week one is going to be headlined by Conor Ben versus Adrian Granados. Um, Another fight announced. Oh, should, I, should I read the whole thing? Like, who's announced and whatnot? Read out the, the picks. Yeah. 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 So on that card, is, is going to have Campbell Hatton on there, Fowler v. Garcia. I said, I said picks, bro. Said... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Week one, Ben v. Granados. Week two, Galahad, Galahad versus Dickens. Okay. Jazz Dickens. So that's that's going to be. That's for the. That's a good title, fight. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. That's for the IBF. Um, yeah. And week three, we've got Joshua Buatzi versus Bolotniks. Um, oh, he fought... Um, oh, who did he fight recently? Um, he fought someone decent recently. He's, he's good. Um, I, 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 I agree. I'm trying to remember who he fought. I, yeah, I, I recognise the name. Um, I'll check now. Was it... I think he might have fought Jose Burton at some point. But I, I don't yeah. know if that was the last yes. fight. He's the guy... Who, yeah, that's the golden contract semi-final. Yes. He, yes. He, he, yeah, Burton. Um, so that's a good fight, actually. Yeah. But then we have names like Savannah Marshall on there, Felix Cash is in action, Natasha Jonas, um, Marku, 
Who else is there that I'm seeing? Babbage is back. Ebony Bridges is back. I'm, I know you're happy about that one. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, so, so yeah, basically the whole matchroom lineup. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. The whole matchroom of stable is pretty much going to be in action there. A few, a few names. What, um, what are your thoughts on the? I guess the, all the cards overall. You happy with them or? Um. So, obviously, when they were talking about the build-up, I've seen some interviews and you've had the reaction. People's reaction to this has been they're very underwhelmed. Mm. They were like, they expected something a lot bigger. Um, they expected, and it's based on Eddie Hearn and other, I think, what's his name, Coogan Cassius, as a fault as well, because they were gassing this up. They were like, oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, this is brilliant. This yeah. is, this is, oh, but no way have you got that. You know, Eddie can sell ice to an igloo. Like, he can, he can yeah. sell something for real. So, but then we know Eddie, Eddie's going to do what you do. But Coogan was gassing up. I was like, no way have you got that. No. So, in that sense, you're thinking this is going to be some bangers. Yeah. But um, obviously, we've known about Galahad and Dickens for some time. That's a great fight. So that's nothing new. Um, when you look at the rest of the cards, a lot of fighters haven't announced their fights. So it's just matchroom stable. But then in terms of value for a Saturday night fight night for £1.99 or whatever, it's actually good cards when you compare it to the rest of the British cards we've seen recently. yeah, These are these are some good names, some good good fighters and some good headlines. Ben v. Granados. The guys you want to see in it, so... Yeah, Benry Granados is is a decent. It's not a step up. It's yeah, a, it's, it's a decent fight. It's not a step up. He, he, he should blow through him. Yeah, yeah, he should. We wanted to see a step up from Ben. That's kind of why I'm slightly disappointed. Yeah. But um, that is a, still a good a good fight. Um, it should be an exciting fight. It's good to see Ben back out in action. It's not a massive step down. I, I wouldn't even say it's a step down. It's, it's probably at the same level. Um, um, Boati Bolotniks. It's a step up for him. Mm. I think that's fair to say. That's yeah. a good fight. He's just not a name. He's, yeah. he's another one. He's, he's not a name. But um, I think as the fights become announced, the cards will look more solid. They'll look decent. Um, hopefully there's some 50-50s in there as well. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's, it's, it's not, it's not, it's actually, yeah, it's actually good. <laughs> good three, three, three weeks of boxing, I think it will be. I think it's a good three weeks of boxing. It's just that like they gassed it to the moon and, it's kind of been like, oh, is this what it is? Yeah. But then when you take it in for what we've seen in other Saturday night cards, it, it should be a good three weeks of boxing, I think. Fair enough, fair enough. And this is happening, this is happening over August now. Is it August? Or? Yeah, so the, yeah. Um, week one kicks off um, 31st of July, yeah, yeah, yeah. then 7th of August, then 14th of August. Yeah. So yeah, three, three good weeks of boxing, it should be. Yeah, yeah that's fair enough. Um, even now, going for the rundown, I'm thinking... Yeah, Ben should should murder Granada, I'm afraid. Um, yeah, Granada should is, be. It's probably a bit over the hill now. He's been around for a while and taken some... He's lost to everyone that's decent, basically. Um, mm. AB, Garcia. Well, I think Robert Easter Jr. beat him as well. It's a close fight with AB, I swear. <laughs> yeah, it was, to be fair. Yeah, it was. It was I think it was AB won by split decision. You know? Such a bum sometimes, I swear. But, um, yeah, it was great. But that's, it's only because AB made it close fight with the fact that he didn't yeah. touch as usual. But mm. um, yeah, um, so yeah, Ben should ruin. I mean, to me, he, Vargas is better than Granada's. Yeah. Um, but I can see why they're just keeping Ben active. He's probably chomping at the bit trying to get fights. I can imagine Ben being quite a handful. You know, be like, come on, like do my fight, yeah. do my fight, because you know he's very driven, isn't he? So, mm. um, boy. But he, he, this he 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 will get out like four times this year, Ben. 
Um, yeah. Kelly needs to do something, bro. I mean, where's Kelly, man? Where's, where's Kelly? <laughs> yeah, he's 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 not on, he's not on this card. Um, yeah, I'm surprised. But, See, I'm surprised Kelly's not back, but I guess if he's he's come off a tough loss, maybe so. Mm. But yeah, this is we get to see Savannah Marshall in action, Felix yeah. Cash off the back of a big win. Yeah, Florian. There's some good. There's some good names that we get to see in action. It's a good yeah. run out for Matchroom's talent. I feel. Um, Do you think Babbage will make it on the card? Probably. Will. Babbage is on the card. He's oh, got yeah, a confirmed yeah. fire. Um, okay, cool. Yeah, Babbage is on the card. So yeah, it's 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 but yeah, if 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 you're a fan, if you've been following these fighters, you want to tune in and um, yeah, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. I'll be, I'll, yeah. I'll be tuning them regardless anyways, but yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean... All right, yeah. All right, fight camp. We look forward to it. It was a good success in the, last year. Um, it kept the lights ticking over. Um, it kept the lights on at Matchroom. So, yeah, there's. I see no reason why it can't be a success again. Is it going to be in the Matchroom back, uh, the Matchroom headquarters? Yeah, and they're going to have fans there as well. I think yeah. they're allowed cool. 400 or 500 fans, which is... That'd be cool, yeah. Yeah, which is sick. That's dope. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Um, yeah, let's leave it there, bro. Um, got through a lot. Another great episode. Um, unless there's anything else you want to add? Um, nah, I think I think we can leave it there. Cool, cool, cool. Um, yeah, this has been episode 43 of the Strap Season Podcast. Once again, I'm your boy Cam. I'm your boy Flows. And make sure you check us out on all the streaming platforms. Peace. Tonight.